everyone, and welcome to the Snack Podcast. I'm your host, Helena, and today we're going to shatter some myths about advertising. This episode was also made thanks to Banner Snack. They are cool enough to make this podcast happen, and we do recommend their banner making tool and their design academy. Feel free to check it out, but not right now anyway. We are going to talk about a pioneer of advertising, so sit back, relax, and enjoy your snack. There are lots of marketers and advertisers who think that advertising is a science. They are numbers driven, they're trying to make and apply rules, and sometimes their research can trap them into the past. And I'm not the first one to say that. The legend we're going to be talking about today is no other than William Burnback. And he was the first one to say, and I quote, I warn you against believing that advertising is a science. Logic and overanalysts can immobilize and sterilize an idea. It's like love. The more you analyze it, the faster it disappears. And boy, was he right. Burnback didn't believe nor trust numbers. He believed that persuading people isn't a science, but a form of art. Word of mouth is the best medium, and you can't really quantify it. But before we go any further, let's take a closer look at his career and personal life, and then we'll focus more on the legacy he left behind. Bill Bernbach was born in the Bronx, New York City, to Rebecca and Jacob Bernbach. He attended New York City public schools and in 1932 earned a bachelor's degree from New York University. He had majored in English, but he also studied business, administration, philosophy, and music, playing the piano. His passion for art developed since he was a little kid. He was the son of a clothing designer, and Bill was captivated by poetry. And you can say that he mastered copywriting since his early ages. After graduating New York University with a BA in literature in 1933, he realized that finding a job was no easy task. He knew that he wanted to work in advertising, so he was determined to become someone in this industry. Burnback is the perfect example of an ambitious, dedicated, and enthusiastic advertiser. He started modestly at the bottom of the corporate ladder when he found work in the mailroom of Shinley Distillers Company. His career took off when he first submitted an ad to Shinley's in-house advertising department. After a long period of time, the ad appeared in the New York Times. Soon enough, Burnback got a raise and he was placed in the advertising department. Before joining the Army during the World War II, he worked as a copywriter for the New York World's Affair in the Promotion Department. At the end of the war, he returned to New York and worked as the director of post-war planning for Cody Incorporated until 1944. He left Cody to become vice president of advertising for Gray Advertising Incorporated. 1949 was the year when Burnback decided that he wanted to achieve far greater things and the advertising agency Doyle Dane Burnback started its activity with their first account, a bargain department store. When he started the firm, its billings were $1 million. When he died, it approximated $1 billion. He was a leader in the affairs of the American Association of Advertising Agencies. DDB is responsible for some of the most memorable ads, Volkswagen's Think Small campaign and the We Try Harder campaign for the care rental company Avis are just two truly memorable and successful campaigns. You can see a certain pattern in his ads. He approached the things much simpler. He wasn't trying to sell as much as he was trying to tell a story. The Think Small campaign has been considered so successful that it did much more than boost sales and build a lifetime of brand loyalty. The ad and the work of the ad agency behind it changed the very nature of advertising, from the way it's created to what you see as a consumer today. In order to understand how difficult it was for the agency to promote this car in that specific time era, we need to understand the background. 
Americans love muscle cars. They like to have a powerful engine under the bonnet, and cars were built for growing families with baby boomer children. And then there was the Beetle. This alien small car created by the Nazis in Germany with a small engine and overall not appealing to the 1950s U.S. citizen. DDB's work changed the social acceptance of this car tremendously, and it tuned it into a fashion statement. This is how Print Tag described the ad. Showing a car on a plain background was unheard of, but to refer to your new car as a lemon was an in-your-face act of daring on the part of the agency, and an act of courage on the part of the client. As closer inspection of the ad's copy revealed, a scratch chrome plate on the glove compartment made an entire car unfit for shipping. The stunning visual and self-depreciating copy had an appeal absent from other ads. They were disarmingly simple and effective. The We Try Harder campaign changed the rules of advertising. The ad subject line read, Avis is only number two in rent-a-cars, so why go with us? This was probably the first time a company was proud of not being number one company in its field and used that to their advantage. This is a small fragment from that ad. We try harder, we just can't afford dirty ashtrays, or half-empty gas tanks, or low tires. Why? Because we can't afford to take you for granted. Go with us next time, the line at our counter is shorter. Looking at these ads from the 1950s and the 1960s and comparing them to our current ads, you can see one big difference, the amount of text they use. Over the decades, more and more ads start to pop up on every single medium that you can think of. People's attention span went down while the banner blindness went up. If you're a marketer, you can change that by creating one less terrible ad. Follow Burnback's advice and try to be different without being loud or ostentatious. If you want to learn how to create awesome ads, check out the resources from the description. And that's all for today. I'm glad we had this time together to hang out and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Show us that you love us by hitting the subscribe button or share us on your favorite social media. Until next time, keep being awesome.